Hi, this is Mark. Thank you for joining me today on Words of Truth. In my last podcast, I talked about the signs of the times, and I made the statement that the signs of the last days are self-evident that it doesn't take a genius to see them, unless, of course, you're dead to spiritual things. One man said that we're no longer looking for the signs of the times, but we're now listening for the sound. I really like the sound of that, don't you? We're no longer looking for the signs of the times, but we're listening for the sound. What is the sound? Well, the sound of the trumpet, the trumpet that will usher in the day of the Lord. But until that day, how are we to live? Well, as we look through Scripture, we find three qualities that ought to characterize every believer who is living in the last days. And I think that's us. First, we're to be a people of hope. Well, it's easy to look at the world today and get discouraged. Uh, We see the very real threat of ISIS and the persecution of Christians around the world. We see Russia attacking our infrastructure and the possibility of nuclear Iran. We see those who are working to change culture and how we view our humanity and the agenda to brainwash our children in classrooms and how there's a move to even change how we look at history, demonizing everyone who doesn't agree with the agenda. It's a frightening world, to say the least. And the question is, how can we be people of hope with everything that's happening in our world today. Well, I think we all realize that our hope doesn't rest on the politicians, right? You got that right. Or it doesn't rest on the who or on any or or any society you can think of. But listen to what King David wrote in Psalm 39, verse 7. And now, O Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. You see, our hope isn't in this world and what they think they can do to achieve world peace or to solve the latest viral outbreak, but our real hope is in God. Romans chapter 15, verse 13 is one of the most beautiful benedictions in all of the Bible. Paul wrote, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound what in hope. You see, we serve the God of hope, and because of that, we can overflow with hope in ourselves. It's in 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 15 that we read, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks for a reason for the what? The hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. Christians ought to be hopeful people, optimistic people. We have to be overflowing with hope because we serve the God of hope. The Bible also says that we ought to be a people of insight. You know, there's an interesting passage in the Old Testament that tells us how we ought to be living in times like these. It's found in 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, which describes the sons of Issachar, men who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. And I think that people who are living in the last days are people who understand the times. These sons of Issachar knew what was happening in their nation. They knew that there was a shift in the political winds. They understood the moral and the spiritual climate of their nation. And we need to be the same way today. 
we need to have our finger on the pulse of what is happening in our country and in this world, morally, spiritually, and politically. Daniel said it so well in Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. He said, the people who know their God shall stand firm and take action. In other words, God hasn't just called us to understand the times, but to do something. Now, I'm not going to say what that action should be in every situation, but let's let God show us what to do. I've done things like write letters to my political representatives stating my opinion on certain issues. I go out and I vote in elections. And there have even been times when I've stood in silent, respectful protest on certain issues. You see, if you're open, God will show you what he wants you to do. But also the Bible says that we have to be a people of courage. You see, God wants us to be fearless as we stand for him. Are you ready to stand for him regardless of the cost? I personally believe that persecution is coming to North America, as it is in other parts of the world. Are we ready for it? Frankly, I don't know that I am, but I know that I need to be. I need to know, I need to know that I'm ready because it's coming. Sadly, most Christians who hear about persecution start running for the exits of the church and they hide under their bed, sort of speak. They're afraid of suffering, but Jesus told us to get ready. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 12 says, Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. He didn't say might be. He didn't say, well, it's a pretty good chance you're going to be persecuted. No, he says, you will be persecuted. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 44, But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Again, he didn't say, pray for those if they persecute you. Uh, maybe if they persecute when, when, he said, pray for those who do persecute you. You see, he's warning us that persecution is coming. And he t- he's telling us to be people of courage. People who are living in the last days need to be people of hope. We need to be people of insight. We need to be people of courage. Let's put on our armor of truth. And when the enemy attacks, let's take our stand with God as our help. I think maybe in my next podcast, I'm going to be um, addressing the issue of um, the birthday of Canada, the dominion of Canada. What does that mean? You see, we were born as a Christian society, but oh, how far we have come from that truth. And I think I'm going to be addressing that for you next time and talk about how we can be people of God who stand against the immorality of a society that has walked away from God. Well, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week.